Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Okay, well, it says like we are live. How exciting. Uh, I think we are live, yeah? Live? <laughs> I think so. So, uh, so yeah, so we now we need to be careful what we say. I mean, as if we ever are. But um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so hello, everyone, if, if anyone is watching. And uh, yeah, so welcome to another episode of the Adventure Games podcast. I am with my two good friends, uh, Thomas and Laura. So hello, guys. How, how are you both doing? Jolly good. Jolly good. And you, Thomas, you're doing... You're doing okay, well. I'm still alive. <laughs> that's, well, that's good. That's always good. <laughs> and uh, before we get into it, Laura, you were in Turin, I believe, just a couple of weeks ago. That's right. For Eurovision, what else? My other love. Oh, and yes. uh, you had a good time. You had a good time. Yeah, it was really nice to just go abroad. And yeah, you know, <laughs> Italy is always good fun. So that was nice. Absolutely. And... To a live event. Yeah. To enjoy. Good. Yeah, it's, really uh, nice. I, f- I find it's too political, though, isn't it? That's what you've been saying. That's what you. <laughs> uh, <yo. laughs> uh, well, very briefly, if anybody wanted to hear a podcast about, uh. say, the Eurovision, where you might have special guests from the Eurovision, people who perform at the Eurovision, where could they? Uh, where could they? Do you do? Do you know of any other podcast? Ah, yeah, there is a podcast that myself and my friend Martin do called Nulpoir, N-U-L-P-P-O-I-N-T-S. So Which... yeah, if you happen to also like adventure games and Eurovision, <laughs> <laughs> these specific specific niches there, yes. but uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so null poor, not nil poor, null poor, which anyway, which is not what the UK got this year. No, no. Uh, so well done Finally. to UK, well done to Ukraine as well, and everyone who got through to the final, which Ireland was not part of. But uh, I think I can go on your podcast to rant for two hours about that. Yes, so, you definitely can. Uh, so anyway, let's talk about adventure games, shall we? <laughs> let's. Um, so, uh, what to uh, what has been happening? Well, uh, let's start with uh, the news. Uh, there's been a bit of news, and oh, by the way, we are also live. We are doing video as well as audio, and we're going to try to play some trailers. <laughs> we will see how oh that God, works <laughs> because there's been some new trailers that have uh, have been released, and one of those new trailers is a new Simon the Sorcerer, Simon the Sorcerer Origins. Uh, so I am going to try to play the trailer. We will see how this goes. Uh, no promises. Um, but uh, but yeah, so... We can act it out otherwise. Yeah, exactly. We can... Well, there's no voice acting on this. So if you are listening to this, you listen to some very nice music. But if you're watching, then uh, please enjoy this trailer, which will hopefully come up in just a second, so please enjoy.
so I'm in the Saucer Origins. What a name. So it's available on PS5. Well, not yet, but it's going to be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox, and 2023. Oh, 2023. And PC. <laughs> that, that was a shock at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so so uh, a prequel, technically. So that was the trailer, and with uh, some narration from from us, was well, so Thomas and Laura for those listening on audio. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you guys? Uh, by the way, hello in the chat, Amy Tanters and Radio hey. Silent Studios. By the way, if anybody wants to check out an interview I did with Radio Silent Studios, I would really recommend it. The game looks incredible. The Adventures of Brian Scott, but also reunites uh, Rolf Saxon with uh, Hazel Ellerby who were the original voices in the English version of the first Broken Sword game. Oh, cool. So he talks all about that. Um, so um, Amy Tant said that she loved Simon Sorcerer 1 and 2. The announcement did not impress her, she said very much uh, personally, that it doesn't mm-hmm. uh, exude Simon Sorcerer for, uh, for her. Hello, Kieran, as well. Hi, Kieran. Uh, what do you guys think? Did you guys play uh, Simon Sorcerer, the previous Simon Sorcerer games yourselves? Or I think you- I played the first one... Uh, around the time that it was published, uh, so a long time ago, I haven't revisited <laughs> it. I haven't revisited it yet. As we said, I mean, it, it's it is thirty years ago, but it doesn't feel like it was thirty mm. years ago. But yeah, with twenty twenty two, we're now. Oh, it's it's it's, it's, it's we're yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's astonishing. I uh, yeah, have you played any of the Simon Sorcerer games, Laura? No, you. I was so basically kind of all the retro games I played were sort of Lucas Art stuff, and I didn't mm. really go to other stuff, but I. I don't know. I would. I I know enough about it, and I know mm. other people were saying this that pe- I kind of wondered: Did we need a prequel to this? That's the interesting thing. It's a prequel. Yeah. Uh, but he starts. I played the first two games years ago, not quite as long as Thomas uh, when you played it. But I played the first two Simon Sorcerer games when, as a teenager, when I was first playing adventure games, and I was under the impression that this was the very first time that he went to the world, that he encountered any magic at all. Um, so it's curious. Now, the developer Small Thing Studios has said that this is going to be canon. Uh, that's going to be part of the games. Um, so it'd be interesting. Uh, now, I might say something a bit controversial. I am not a huge fan of the first two games. Now, I think adventure games, they're good and they look really good. Some beautiful pixel art. But the problem for me was that I wasn't a huge fan of Simon the Sorcerer himself the character now i know he's intentionally supposed to be annoying and a teenager but i think they went too far that direction that um i didn't uh, i didn't you know personally i found him hateful and i wanted the character to die and so any <laughs> game that wants me to make a character die and if that character is a child as well then i i mean not in real life just in the game i need to stress but um, but anyway, this isn't about me. I, I'm still interested, uh, and I know that the first two games in particular have well, a were, very loyal following. There were quite a few adventure games around that time that 
um, revolved around uh, being a sorcerer. I remember like Legend of Karemia yes. and uh, Sorcerers Get All Get All the Girls was a, a franchise that was popular. Was I haven't heard of a, that one. Yeah, it's more. That was, I think those were more text adventures, and they were a bit ah, okay. uh, cheeky, like a bit, uh, a bit like uh, porkies for adventure gamers. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 been such a long time ago that uh, that I played all that uh, stuff. So, so well, I, I thought it looked nice. I'm, I'm I think it looked very nice. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering I've... how many Harry Potter jokes are going to be in their references. Uh... Yeah, if they update uh, the replicas, of course, the game has a lot of pop culture references. Well, all the games do. Um, now, there's also Simon Sorcerer 3D, which I started playing, but I could not get through. And then there's Simon Sorcerer 4 and 5, which I don't think got great reviews but uh look we shall see i mean i'm always uh curious and you know at least give this company a chance and even if you know uh, even if i don't play this game myself which i, I might but i hope it's good and i hope that fans of time and sorcerer games uh, will get to enjoy it um yeah. so that is simon the sorcerer origins and that will be uh released so even though i'm not a big fan of it i won't give abuse to anybody who are, are fans of it who uh, might disagree with me because i don't consider myself a whiny loser boy hey oh. speaking, <laughs> speaking of whiny loser boys oh god um do you remember uh, last month his bridges discussed? are getting quite impressive oh, nowadays really uh, is. yeah he worked on it so seamless right speaking of whiny loser boys oh. um remember and girls. Last and girls, it's although in this segue. case, I think from what I've seen, it is mainly boys mm-hmm. um, who officially, I think, are adults, but they haven't really matured based on their comments online. Right. Um, remember, we discussed you, Monkey Island. Yay, Ron Gilbert is coming back with Return yeah. to Monkey Island. Yay. Um, well, so they released a new, uh, a new screenshot. We discussed last month how some a minority of people um, did not, if, uh, you know, just weren't happy. And some of those have unfortunately been a bit abusive and uh, just not very nice to people, including Ron Gilbert and the team himself. Well, Ron Gilbert fights back with some insult sword fighting of his own. Um, he, I'm not going to read out the whole blog post. He had a new blog post. Briefly, what he said was he explained why it's not pixel art. He didn't want the game to be considered retro. He explained why they went for that graphical style, that he wanted it to be provocative and shocking, to which I say mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but he did went into more details. Uh, he also uh, said at the end that, uh, interestingly, that Disney are not giving him any problems at all. They're allowing him to make the Monkey Island game that he wants to, to make but it's some Monkey Island fans who are not wanting him to make the Monkey Island game that he wants to make, which makes him sad. So uh, very briefly, um, because I know this is probably the second most tedious news item of the, of the month. Or probably Keeps the going. Most. Uh, what do you guys uh, think? Should, uh, should uh, Ron Gilbert have uh, thrown a big whoop about this? Or, hey, hi-yo! or should he have, uh, have ignored him? <laughs> you really prepared his jokes this oh, time, Laura. Bless Wow. This is what I'm doing immediately. I mean, I haven't prepared like the last few weeks. Okay, maybe uh, you should re- prepare less in that case, Shorsha, sure, because it seems to be working for you. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he should, of course, if he, it's his game, if he wants to, he could say what he likes about it and mm. he should, uh, you know, he should get annoyed. At, uh, you know, it's, it's up to him. I think like he should be allowed to do what he wants. And if he wants to say to people, shut up, it's my game, then he should be allowed to say that. <laughs> and I agree with him if he says that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I want him to make the game that he wants to make. And it seems that uh, fandoms are becoming more and more their own biggest enemy. I mean, you see it in the pop culture everywhere. The, 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 the People seem to think that they have some kind of ownership over, over games or over uh, movies or TV shows or whatever. No. If you if you were to if it's your thing then you can do whatever you want. This is his thing, and I'm I'll be happy, happy, happy as hell to uh, to be able to play the finished product. And if I don't like it, then I will have genuine reasons not to. I I assume, and if I love it, I will also have genuine reasons for it. So yeah, yeah. Basically, I I, I agree with the two of you that I think he and every other developer should be allowed to make the games that they want to make. Um, now we have our own opinions and I'm sure we have our own taste yeah. in games, what we want them, which we'll be discussing, I'm sure. Uh, you you know what you review. get if you, if you listen but, too much to the fans and you get Rise of Skywalker, that's what you get. Exactly. I mean, Star Wars has its own uh, loser whiner boys and Rise of Skywalker tried to, uh, you know, satisfy people who were not happy. Now, people who are not happy to Last Jedi have genuine reasons as well, but there were some people who were, je- who were abusive. Rise of Skywalker tried to satisfy those people. It ended up satisfying nobody. So, uh, well, not very many people. Um, and we see that with Game of Thrones as well. And, you know, we can be critical, but I'd say just remember that not to be self-entitled, that, you know, to be respectful. And I think that's the key here. No, no, we're not saying don't be critical. Uh, you know, if we don't like something, of course, I think we should give constructive criticism and feedback. Uh, but also understand that maybe it's just not for us. Maybe it's, um, and also just to wait. I mean, it's just four screenshots and a teaser trailer. Yeah. We haven't seen any real gameplay footage. We haven't seen Guybrush. And if we don't like it, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, so also interestingly, Ron Gilbert seems to have revealed the secret of Monkey Island. Uh, he mentioned that uh, his idea was that um, Guybrush and LeChuck would be running around in hell and Stan would be there and that's it. And then he said his, uh, the game would probably have changed. But that oh, seems... that? Yeah. Now that has happened, I believe, in Tales of Monkey Island or a version of that. So he said yeah. that's not going to happen now. But everyone's saying, oh, what is the secret of Monkey Island? I've always suspected that Ron Gilbert didn't himself know. And this is not a criticism because a lot of writers... Basically, uh, kind of make no it up as they go they're along. Going. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like Stephen King famously does this. Um, uh, he's also famous for not having good endings. So, I mean, that is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but, but, yeah, um, and nobody's talking about that, which I find interesting. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, hopefully, it's the last time we'll talk about what entitled fans think, and we can talk about Return to Monkey Island when we get actual news about it. So. Um, and yes. the, the last game we're going to talk about in uh, use section is a game called Stray. Uh, this is um, a game where you play as a cat. Now, not as an animal detective, which are a lot of them. You play as an actual cat on four legs and four paws walking around this cyberpunk world. And it is uh, seemingly going to be launched in the summer. And... Um, Thomas, I no, you said that you've been following this for the last two years since it was announced. Yeah, I think it was two years ago on a PlayStation um, yeah, it's uh, been showcase. A, it's been around for quite a while now. Yeah. Because th- this one immediately attracted my attention. Two reasons. Cyberpunk, 
two, 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 two reasons. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. <laughs> and, and, and cats. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a, a very as far as I know a unique concept to be actually playing a cat walking around in the in the world. Um, there's probably a game somewhere that does something similar, but. I doubt that it looks as good as this will uh, will look. So I, I believe there is another game where you play as an actual cat called something horticulture. Um, strange horticulture. Something like that. Did you play that, Laura? Is that? Well, that I know wrong? it's definitely called Strange Horticulture. Okay, yeah, I've got is, it. <laughs> is that the game that I'm talking about? <laughs> um, well, you do play. You do have a. I don't think you play a cat. You you do play you have, as a person. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I'm not sure if there's any other game where you play as an actual cat in a. It's gotta be someone can Cyberpunk. think of it. Something but, for sure. But if there's anyone in the chat or listening, yes. let us know. Get back in touch with us, please, and let us know if we're wrong because I'm sure maybe we might be sometimes. Uh, hopefully not often. Uh, but yeah, that game is called Stray, and it will be released on consoles and um, uh, PC as well. And hopefully, one of us will get to review it. And uh, and yeah, so that's all. Now there is other, I'm sure, other games that have been announced, but we have a few games to review as well. Um, so any other news that stood out to you guys, or shall we? Well, perhaps you can mention our patrons. Right, yeah, that is news. So uh, if so anybody wants to support us and to support uh, independent games and uh, adventure games as well, uh, you can support us on our Patreon if you so wish. Uh, what you will do is you will usually get these episodes, at least the audio version, before they go out in public. Uh, you'll also get extra episodes. So I've done some spoiler interviews with some other developers, Agustin Cortez, and including did a spoiler, a long spoiler chat with Mark Darren, who's the lead developer of The Walking Dead season one and season four, which we'll be talking about later. Non-spoiler for the most part, I imagine. But if you want to hear spoilers about that and other games, also interviews that we did at Adventure X and hopefully interviews that we'll be doing this coming November, you can do that as well. So it's patreon.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast. And thank you to all of the current supporters and all current subscribers of Patreon. And uh, Laurie, you've assured me that, uh, that the money does not go to our secret offshore bank account. Definitely doesn't. Other things do, but that doesn't. Oh, okay. So Patreon doesn't, but no. uh, other other <laughs> things we do. do. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's patreon.com. Now, if you're not able to support Patreon, that's also fine. Uh, you know, we won't take you too much. What you can do if you wanted to help is you can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can leave reviews. That would also really, really help get the word out and share uh, the links as well and just help share, get the word out about this podcast as well. Uh, that would really help. Um, and yes, Kieran says back into Patreon is well worth it. Thank you, Kieran. And Thank you, Kieran. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. Now, before we get through, Kieran also mentioned about Simon Sorcerer. He said sometimes these reboots can surprise. I wasn't really a fan of the old Digital Suit Larry, oh, but the newest ones really impressed me. Even though I don't really like the old uh, STS, maybe the new one will fix the issues. So yeah, that is also a good point. Um, maybe this one might be better than the new Simon Sorcerer. <laughs> Uh, we shall see. Uh, okay, so um, let's get to reviews. Let's get to reviews. So, uh, oh, hang on a second. Is someone trying to join our chat? Oh, it's Uncle Marcus. <laughs> what? The, he's oh, he's on mute. He just told me that uh, <laughs> someone has pressed mute, not him. So, Laura, can you please tell us 
Who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? Ah, uh, ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Oh, Jesus. Took a bit oh, for you that prepared one, that one. Yeah, we got, uh, <laughs> we got there in the end. Oh, you prepared that one, didn't you? Bless you. Uh, yes. I'm sure she hasn't gone mad. It's, it's, there is a game Well, that's called... debatable, but... <laughs> it's debatable, yeah, to be fair. Uh, it's a game called Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus. Oh, my, my apologies. I did think we were going to play some trailers. Oh, right, yeah. Feel free to. Well, I, this oh, it cool. makes sense for this one because it is an FMV. So let's play the trailer. My, yeah. My apologies for interrupting Laura, but yeah, we are still getting used to this. No, video yeah, let's play thing. it. Let's let's, uh, let's so yeah, so get us that trailer. Here is hopefully a trailer for uh who uh pressed mute on Uncle Marcus. Hi, Uncle Marcus. I need your help, Abby. I need you to investigate a murder. Who's been killed? Me. Someone who was at the family meeting poisoned me. Find the poison, find the proof, find the killer. Do you remember anything strange at the meeting? Oh my God, you missed a mad one. He bought a gun. And I heard these strange noises. June said it was going to be the end of the road for Marcus. Do you know anything about Bradley's poisons? Is what? This family loved to bicker. Love oh, it. The whole family hates him. Brainless, stuck-up little moron. I'm not stuck-up. This family has got secrets. I told her dad left me the business, and they would get my share from my cold, dead hands. You really don't see it, do you? He's dangerous. Don't get sucked in. How many spiders do you see on my hand? Does the risk of pain excite you, Abby? What? Nimini Pimini, Nimini Pimini. <laughs> Who poisoned Uncle Marcus? Oh. Everyone makes mistakes. That's not the name Abby. of the show. What the hell happened back there? <laughs> They're on to me. Who? The killer. Things are only going to get worse. This family gets weirder every year. There you have it. There you have it. Apologies, um, Laura, for interrupting, but now please tell us uh, what you can about who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus. Yeah, well, that kind of summed it up in, in, in a little bit, I think, but you might still have a few questions as to what's going on because actually you, you might have heard there it is fully voice acted because it is an FMV, um, full motion video. That means it's all video clips that's pre-recorded. And this is from Wales Interactive, who basically seem to have the run of um, FMVs now. That's all they make. And they, they make some pretty good ones. This is kind of bonkers for them. I don't know where they got the idea for this, but the idea is basically, as you, you would have heard there, your Uncle Marcus rings you on a Zoom call. You're about to go on this big family Zoom call because it's your mum's birthday. And you're about to um, speak to them. Uncle Marcus calls you through Zoom and goes, Abby, I've just been poisoned. Well, I've been poisoned, Abby. Someone has poisoned me. And the doctors have traced it back to this day, which is when I was at the family meeting that Abby couldn't attend for some reason. And um, so I know someone in the family has poisoned me. Therefore, Abby, you have to find out who's poisoned me when you go into this family Zoom meeting and um, then you'll be able to tell what the antidote is and uh, you'll be able to help me live, basically. So you've got to go through this family Zoom call, which is a quiz sort of format with your mum. It's very bizarre. Um, and then you somehow work out who who tried to poison them, basically. It's a sort of kind of 
whodunit, Cluedo type affair, but through Zoom for the modern age, I guess. Um, but it, it, for all its kind of silliness, and the plot is ridiculous. I mean, it, it constantly throughout the thing, I was like, why is he not calling the police? Why is he not <laughs> calling? <laughs> like, if he's got these doctors, he was because he, he just calls you on a Zoom call from home, and you're like, what is going on? He's got an IV stand, and he gets worse. What's well, the funny thing is, as the family quiz progresses uh, you get this pop-up health bar of the uncle like going down in health and all this kind of stuff it is quite ridiculous but um but it's just good fun is what i will say it's very it's like uh, knives out yes a little bit like that yeah and it's kind of campness i mean the acting is quite over the top the characters are very silly there's you know you heard a bit of them there there's like the aunt who's very like typical alcoholic, basically. There's the sister who like is like an Instagram star and and like obsessed with herself. There's the gap year brother, I think he's cousin actually, who's like in the back of a truck in Africa helping starving Africans. And there's, there's all this kind of ridiculousness. Um, and basically what you, you're supposed to do is there's a couple of rounds of this quiz and you choose who you get paired up with in each round. And then you've got to take your moment to sort of talk to people about what happened at the family meeting. And if you sort of say the right things, and like with most FMVs, you've got a choice of dialogue, so you have to choose certain uh, dialogue. And if you say the right things, you might uncover a, a bit of evidence. And if you get a certain amount of evidence um, for a certain character, then at the end, um, you can you can sort of accuse them, basically. You've got to have a certain amount of evidence. It's normally about three or four bits of different evidence that you'll have garnered throughout the whole thing. And then you can accuse them. Then there'll be a cut scene where you'll, you'll see whether it's actually that person. I mean, often she seems to just go on the fact she accuses them and they'll say, yes, it was me or no, it wasn't. <laughs> so you're a bit like, okay. Um, but yeah, it, uh, what I will say is it's a really interesting idea um, that, uh, that if you go with it, it's quite good fun, but you you have to play it quite a few times because you're it's very difficult to get like the right person the evidence for the right person in the first go and you'll probably want to see the different endings anyway but to do that you've got to go all the way back again you can skip some scenes but some scenes for some reason even though they feel like the exact same scene that you've seen it doesn't feel like anything has changed you can't skip so sometimes you're watching that scene like three or four times. It's like, oh, God, it's this again. Mm. And, you know, I, I just feel they could have just made it a little bit easier to skip some things just so you can like it still enjoy it and still obviously not skip the things you haven't seen. But it's just a little bit too much of that. And it was also quite hard sometimes to get the evidence and remember who you've spoken to before. I had to end up writing it all down because I was thinking, have I spoken to this person in this round? Or have I asked this question? Like, there's a lot to remember. It's about an hour and a half of a playthrough. So it's quite a lot to be mm. like, did I say, did I write this down? Did I ask this person this? And then if you've got it wrong and you don't get enough evidence at the end, you can't accuse anyone. You've got to go play through the whole thing again. So that that was my, it's a, it's a mixed bag. I, I really liked the first like one or two playthroughs. And then it got to the point where I was like, I just want to like get to the bits now, the endings, put the work in. But yeah, that, that was my only issue. Mm. But good fun still. I mean, you know, the very high production values with uh, Wales Interactive. They just know what they're doing with these things now. Characters are good fun. I just I just don't get why they don't let you skip some of these scenes. They've done this before they as have, well. They have, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't it, understand. It kind of needs a bit of polishing, you'd say. Yes, I think so. I think it just needs some thought of of the person playing it that they don't want to just go through all of this constantly when they've seen it before, and and just this idea that if you could play through the whole 
game through you could play one playthrough and if you don't have that enough evidence you're going to have to do it again and again and it's just a bit like okay that's that gets quite tiring and it's a shame because I really in the end I looked up the uh, the last ending because it was getting so hard to yeah. find that final bit of evidence I looked it up on YouTube but I still would recommend it it's good fun and it's uh, the idea is kind of bonkers um it's just it's just a shame about those little little, little bits I think yeah, no, I, I'm not someone who likes or generally replays games because there are so many games to play. Anyway, that, yeah, yeah, but it's um, part of the it's just, it's exactly. Part of the yeah, genre. It is, you have to replay it. I don't mind when they do it properly, where you mm. can just skip the scenes you've already played. This, yeah, because it's complex. Be a, you could do that. Yeah, it seemed to be a weird mix of some of it. It recognised you played it before, and then others, like there were definite set scenes where it was like, well, I've seen this before. Mm. Why am I still having to watch? And you know, it could be a minute or two of dialogue, and it's like, oh, okay, I've got to sit and watch this again. And it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you have to listen to the same minute or two of dialogue again yeah. and again, it, it does become a lot. So, yeah, well, I have something to say about that as well when we go to my. Oh, OK. My, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's uh, all I would say. You know, yeah. um, it, I still the thing is, I don't mind replaying FMVs because they're only normally about an hour long, an hour and a half. Mm, um, like shorter, Late Shift, yeah. I played about two or three times because I really enjoyed the game. It was uh, you could skip it properly. Um, and, you know, you saw different things and it mm. was good fun and it was only about an hour. But it's just when you when you have to replay it all the time, you know, I'm it replaying gets... myself now. I'm just saying the same thing <laughs> over and over. But yeah, that's it. I mean, still play it. It's on it's on loads of stuff. It's on Android, iOS, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. So there's on loads of things. So if you if you like Wales Interactive stuff, you'll probably you should probably still play this. It is still good fun. Yeah. Would you say it's uh, it's. Uh, as good or as the complex or, or with the five dates or no, no. okay because I, don't I really enjoy good. those but yeah, yeah it's still up it's better than Bloodshore okay um <laughs> you could start ranking Wales interactive games couldn't you? I think the <laughs> maybe we should is, do that in the future yeah, yeah the complex is very high up there late shift which I think one, was also yeah. Wales interactive is probably my favorite that that was the okay I still have to me. play that and uh, five dates is very good as a kind of lighter game because late shift was very dramatic, but five dates was probably the, the best kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the complex and then yeah, blood sure. It's a similar that when you, when I started to replay it, I was like, I've seen this exact scene before and I don't really want to go through it again. Um, but I like the concept, like the idea and I have who pressed me to uncle Marcus in my steam library. So I'll hopefully get a chance to play it at some point. Um, that's what you say of every game I know, I know. <laughs> I know listen there there's a lot of games out there um but... kieran has a kieran has a remark here he says uh, wills interactive seemed to churn out like three games a year some great some rougher i wonder if they could benefit from slowing down for a bit more quality control yeah it's yes. a fair point good it's point fair point i mean they filmed this during lockdown in london simultaneously in london and los angeles and i do wonder how some of their content it has been mm. shaped by the pandemic and having to do a lot of things remotely so it kind of makes sense this is all about zoom calls because that's kind of i mean obviously well, the first thing i thought when when i saw the trailer it's like oh yeah this yeah, is zoom quiz. Yay. Same with five <laughs> dates how they filmed five yeah. dates yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's smart. Yeah. it's smart to do it. Oh, like yeah, that. Dave. Oh, what I will say is it's not Zoom call quality. It's obviously with proper lighting. It's better. Yeah, it's much better. As people can see with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there you go, anyway. Uh, cool. 
Uh, well, thank you, Laura. So that is who pressed mute and Uncle Marcus, although you might have to replay it a few times to find out who actually did press mute mm, on yeah. Uncle Marcus. Um, so, and oh, Uncle Marcus has left now, so we can continue. Uh, so <laughs> thank, thank you, Laura. Uh, well, I also played a game called uh, Scabma Snowfall. I interviewed the developers uh, a few months ago or last year. And um, well, first of all, I will play a trailer. Now, for those of you listening, uh, this game it was made in the original Sami language. Sami are indigenous people. I believe they're the northernmost indigenous people in Europe. Uh, this game is based in Finland. There are Sami people in Norway as well. Uh, so this is going to be in Sami. You're going to hear the beautiful music and the Sami language. And of course, for those of you watching, you can see the game as well. So again, hopefully you can see a trailer very, very shortly. And uh, and then I will talk about the game. So please enjoy. It says it's been a life. Oh, I, I, shall I talk? <laughs> explain yeah, sure. if people want to. <laughs> it's yes. about time we hear it once, once more. more. They're talking about a drum beat. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> I'll be the audio description. <laughs> I like the music already. Yeah. Mm, it's beautiful. That's the main character. Is there anything I can do? Cure him. <laughs> You'll mm. <laughs> need them. Yes. Getting some Celtic vibes here as well. A little bit, yes. That looks like a Celtic drum, Sersha. What are they called it again? It does actually. Uh, no I think. I'm also getting some Roki vibes. Yes. Well now, let's not do anything rash. They are not dead yet. Who's not dead yet? Ooh, we'll have to find out. So that was a trailer for Scabma Snowfall. Thank you to Laura and Thomas for providing the narration. For those of you listening. And yeah, you mentioned, Laura, that you got some Roki vibes. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very similar. Now, Again, if you saw the trailer, you'd probably tell this is not actually a traditional adventure game. There are action and platforming elements uh, to it, which I did find quite hard, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about them now. Uh, so you play as um, a young boy called, uh, I again, first of all, sincere apologies for my pronunciation. Um, it's going to be very bad. But you play as Ailu, who is a young Sami, and he's a reindeer herder. And in the very first scene, Ranger, who you look supposed to be looking after, escapes 
and you have to go and uh, find it and bring it back. Now, something happens. I don't want to give any spoilers, but you end up with uh, one of the horns of the reindeer and one of the drums, which is part of the Sami culture. And Thomas, you asked what it was uh, called, and I believe it's um, I believe what it's called something. Yeah, it's there's a word for it. It's an I believe it's a go. It's a goavdis. Um, again, my apologies for the pronunciation. Uh, the thing about this game is that, as I mentioned, Sami are an actual culture, an actual indigenous people. And this game was made by actual Sami people who I did interview a few months ago. So it is, everything is very authentic. And first of all, as you probably saw from the trailer, it looks fantastic. It looks beautiful. It looks really stunning. I don't think it's quite a AAA title, but it's definitely up there. And it's made so sure. by independent. Yes. Yeah, is is that uh, is that does this take place in, in Lapland? Uh, a version of definitely Finland. Yeah, because Lapland is it's Finland's northernmost region. So, so I imagine I think so. That yeah, is, that is the oh yeah homeland of the indigenous Sami people. Mm. Yeah, so it's in, in in Lapland. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is it's in, it's in Finland, the northernmost part of uh, Finland. Uh, this is in the eighteen hundreds, I believe. Oh, okay. And uh, so you come across this drum and this um this uh, reindeer antler and you hit the drum and then this spirit um, appears and she tells you that this sickness is uh, spreading around the land and your family are getting sick and you need to cure it. So you need to unite the different familiar spirits. There are four of them. And when you unite them together with the drum, then you can go and hopefully cure the illness and fight back against whatever is uh, ca causing this. So again, very similar to Roki, which was similar. I think it's a coincidence. Um, so it looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It is in the original Sami language. There are subtitles in the game. Um, you heard some of the music as well, some of the chanting. And again, it's absolutely, I, I wish there, I don't know if there is a soundtrack. I wish there was a soundtrack, uh, if there are any, because I would listen to this music all day. And it's uh, all gets, kind of uh, sort of three uh, D as well, isn't it? It's you know you're, yes, you're, it's it is three D, but it it looks it looks so it is more of an action platformer yeah. uh, game. Um, so um, so it it looks beautiful. It's I mean the acting I think is good. I think they they definitely well, that, sound yeah. authentic. <laughs> That's I don't a good know. Point. Um, they sound now also like Roki. The they only speak really in cutscenes. So um, okay. during the gameplay, you can speak to them during. In, during the game and gameplay as well, but they kind of only give like little grunts again, like in Roki. But in cutscenes, you do hear the speaking Sammy, and it it is you know really fascinating. Um, now, in terms of uh, f first of all the story, now I I was fascinated by the culture. I did find the story interesting. Um, that said, it did take me a bit of a, some time to really get invested. And I think uh, if we're going to compare it to Roki, I was more emotionally invested in the characters in Roki. I think it would have helped if from the beginning, maybe if we had, had a scene, again, this is just my personal opinion, but if we had a scene maybe with his parents, um, because we just dropped in that you're with this reindeer to find the reindeer. And now it did get emotionally invested towards the end of the game, but it did take me a bit but overall it's still well written you do find out about uh sammy and it is very authentic with regard to gameplay again it is an action platform game 
And I think it's more about me. I'm not very good at action platform <laughs> games. I died a lot. Hey, I, I, I played It Takes Two with you. I know all about You know how bad I, I am. You ever, did you ever finish that? No, we no, still haven't to. finished it now. <laughs> no, we'll call it quits. It's not going to get finished. Now. I still have it installed. No. Um, but um, but yeah, with, with this game, with Scabma Snowfall, I died a lot in this game. So now the thing is, I don't think it's for anybody who is more experienced at playing these action uh, platform games. I don't think they might have that much uh, difficulty because it was mainly me that when you have to use the elements, you have to use air to try and go. It took me up until the very end to really figure it out. But then when I was watching walkthroughs and people were figuring out, they knew pretty much uh, from the videos uh, how to do it and they would get to jump positions first time. And then with the action, you have these people called bleeders who are kind of like zombies, I imagine, from the illness. And you have to use the drum to um, use the spirit again to kind of get them away from you. You can't kill them. You just kind of stop them for a little bit. And it does get quite stressful. <laughs> There's, there are times when you're trying to jump with precision jumping, the bleeders are after you. And in one moment, the, uh, or what is it? The Northern Lights, um, they can also attack you. <laughs> so Northern if you, lights can attack you? yeah, it, okay. <laughs> it makes some sense in the game. So if you are, so they don't like noise and they don't like magic being used, but then to escape from the bleeders, you might have to use some magic. So you have to kind of decide, but so feel, feel like everybody's after you. Then there are a couple of chase uh, scenes as well towards the end, which is very dramatic and quite well done. I did have some issues with the camera, but again, that could be mainly me. Now, I didn't get past the final boss. No matter what I did, I could not get past him. So I just watched uh, afterwards on YouTube, which was just a few minutes. Um, so I got practically up to the end. So I, again, if you, uh, if you are used to playing some action platform games or have platform action elements, you don't mind that. Um, also to say as well, with the navigation towards the beginning, I did get lost a bit. There is no map that I found in the game and the developers have said that that was intentional because they wanted you to feel like a Sammy where you have to navigate using the landmarks and everything. Now you can use the drum and that will show you footsteps. So that will help you a little bit. And that was a huge help. Uh, but I still kind of got lost towards the beginning uh, because more open ended open world. Uh, towards the end, it is a little bit more linear, which I was very grateful for. Um, but uh, but yeah, I did die a lot. So uh, look, but I said it it looks beautiful. I think it's a very very well made game. It's a testament to the to the game though that even though I died a lot, I still played up until the very end, up until the last boss because I didn't want to quit. I wanted to know what has happened. I did become more emotionally invested uh, in the character and in the family. Uh, so I think there could be some improvements. I mean, again, personally, I would have liked maybe an easy mode uh, to help people like me who are bad at this. But then again, this is not really a criticism of the game because this is what the game is. It's an action platform adventure. Uh, but just for people so, to be aware... That the, that the game adjusts to your difficulty. Like mm. if, if, if it senses that you fail too much at a certain point that it somehow becomes easier or something. But it's probably very hard to... Uh, it's program. hard to do. What, what they do do that I liked is... Um, that the, when you die and you actually the checkpoints are quite good. You can save anywhere, but then I think you still can get some checkpoints. You still have to play a little bit, but then when you die, the checkpoints are quite good. So it's usually the ledge where you jumped, where you fell off and died. Um, where um, so, but uh, but yeah, it looks beautiful. It's about a culture that I had no idea about. I learned about the culture, and I 
I would love to go to Finland and Norway to speak. To, and I, I did for the, the interview, but I'd love to find out more uh, about this culture. And I think this game really would help. I would have liked an encyclopedia on the game uh, to help you with the terms of the culture. But, uh, but yeah, so I would recommend this. But again, just beware that there are platform elements. There are action elements that a lot of people might not find difficult. But if you're like me, you're not good at these types of games. Uh, I did. And also with the, the ending, it does, it, there is a resolution, but then there's also a bit of a cliffhanger. So they're kind of leading into a second game, which may or may not happen. Um, but uh, I mean, I would like to see more games, but I'm not a big fan of cliffhangers, if I'm honest. Mm, yeah. Um, but and also I didn't really understand everything that happened, but uh, but it still was worth it. I'm still glad I played it. Uh, I still learned a lot and I still enjoyed it overall. And um, and yeah, that is Scabma Snowfall, which is available on consoles. I think it's available on consoles. Oh, I'm not sure. Well, it's available on PC for Steam and Epic. Um, anyway, so uh, so yeah, that is Scabma Snowfall. It's not a traditional adventure game, but if you want to try something different, you don't mind platforming and action elements, and if you're okay with navigation without a map, uh, I would encourage people to check it out. And uh, see, now there's, there's not a lot of snowfall in the game. <laughs> there's no Scabma Snowfall, but... Um, Kept but, all yeah. the snowfall in the name. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I still enjoyed it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, that is Scabma Snowfall. So don't know if there's anything else you guys want to know about that or? I think you covered it well there, Shorsha. Thank you. Uh, so uh, then, Laura, uh, what? Uh, so you've put, you've been playing a new adventure game that, I, that I've been wanting to play, Crowns and Pawns. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, yes, trailer. I need to keep reminding myself that we have ah. trailers now. So, um, yes, Crowns and Pawns Kingdom of Deceit is the first Thank title. you, which has just been released, I believe. So, before we get to the review, here is a trailer for Crowns and Pawns. Everything's packed. Don't forget your camera. Right. How else will everyone know that I'm a total tourist? Hey, hey, welcome to Lithuania. Hey, come on up. Dude, you won't believe what happened today. What happened? Someone broke into my grandpa's house. Someone broke into his house? Is he okay? No, he's dead. Wait, what? what? No, I mean, he passed away before all this. I came here to sell his house. In the house, grandpa left me a bunch of weird documents, but I've no idea what they mean. Hello? Hand over what I'm asking for, and we will be done with it. And remember, I don't take no for an answer. Do you take screw you for an answer? Because it's all you're getting. Perhaps we should give these papers to the proper authorities. Uh, I prefer hanging on to these for a little while. I learned that Project Kostche was a KGB project dedicated to finding artifacts with special powers. Special powers? Like magic? Hey, I'm just saying what I found out. So, what's the plan? Uh, I'll just improvise. The old town of Vilnius. Worth a visit. There you go. Crowns and pawns. Yeah, so nice. No, it looks really nice. And uh, getting some kind of broken sword. Uh, yeah. Piece. So yeah, it was a big inspiration sword. for them, right? 
big inspiration for them. And uh, <coughs> sorry, um, yeah, the the some of the people behind it were, did make the fan made Broken Sword game. Um, so that is probably mm. why you would get Broken, Broken Sword two point five. Yes, yes. Um, so that some of them made that. Uh, the v- developers called Tag of Joy. Uh, but yeah, so if you, if you do get Broken Sword vibes, that's probably why. But it is a kind of European mystery adventure. It's set mainly in Lithuania. You play Milda, who you heard there, who is actually based in America. She gets this kind of strange letter from her, her granddad. Uh, her granddad has died. And um, before that happens, he sent her this letter saying he's... Uh, she basically got a will from him saying he's left her his house in Lithuania. So she travels to Lithuania to, to find the house. It's been broken into when she gets there. And uh, she discovers a lot of these weird clues sort of pointing her to this sort of historical going on. I don't want to spoil too much more mm. of the kind of plot, but much like with Broken Sword, there are these kind of... Um, you know, questionable historical um, groups and um, these kind of treasures and keys and stuff that you have to uh, basically travel across Europe. You you visit uh, Belarus, uh, you visit Italy, um, as well as Lithuania, and you um, have to go to various churches and buildings and and uh, different places around there to in your quest uh, to uncover more about you know what's happened to your family why has your granddad left you these clues about these things um uh, without giving too much away it's about this kind of historical king you're, you're trying to find out a bit more about and uh kind of uncover his secrets but i don't want to you know mm. th- that's kind of part of the fun of the game is is all the mystery of it but yeah it's a beautiful looking game really lovely looking game it is basically you would think it's 3d and you are it's it's in th- the third person it's point and click that's how you move about um so it's very traditional in that sense uh your character is 3d i was told uh, by the developers when i was streaming this that it's it's actually the way they've done it is 2d but on a 3d mesh oh. um so that, that so it, it's got that kind of depth perception um but it is still kind of 2d in a way but you can obviously move up and down it's not side scrolling but the art some of the artwork is just like the shading the shadows there's a there's a point where you go into this huge church and it's brightly lit up and all these different colors it just looks fantastic they've done such a good job on, on the artwork in this game um the good thing about it is it's not just pretty to look at it is actually really good fun as well you heard the voice acting in that and um, i think they've done a really good job with all the voice acting um and it's great to see another voice acted adventure game because it always just adds a, a lot more. I think obviously it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with text-based adventure games. Those are the classics, but, um, you know, it, it, you just appreciate how much work has gone into it when people do that. Um, and the story itself, I'll be honest, at points I got a bit confused of what was going on because <laughs> there's a lot to take in. There's a lot of historical names and, and places and, and different treasures and things you have to find along the way. I kind of do get what happened but I was more just there for the, for the adventure really and like I said you visit all these different locations there's a it's kind of your, your general um puzzle thing where you have to you know you combine items there are some little logic puzzles uh there's a really fun sequence there's a lot there's a lot of good in jokes that um as an adventure fan you'll get but that aren't too meta there's a bit of a puzzle with a goat which you know <laughs> if you like broken sword you'll be like oh okay but I don't think they go overboard with it that the, I That's think good. the humor is just in they the right find place. The balance there. Yeah, there's a good balance. It's not too like meta. So I enjoyed that. The, the goat puzzle is really good fun. 
And there's a fun uh, sequence when you travel to uh, Belarus for a hockey match and you've got to honk a horn in this in the right tone. There's like different tones of this horn that you've got to honk to get the fans cheered, like geared up so that they shout for your team. Uh, and that was like a fun little puzzle that you've got to work out. So I thought they had some really fun puzzles. Most of it's quite intuitive. Uh, there, there were uh, little bits where you've got to keep referring this to this manuscript uh, and piece stuff together where I, again, I got a bit confused, but um, most of it, you know, I kind of got what I was doing and I, I think it was a good balance of some puzzles that, you know, it, it wasn't complaint sailing. I would say there were some bits that were tricky, but I kind of like that in an adventure game. I don't want it to all be really easy. So yeah, for me, that was fine. Uh, the, there's even some little action sequences. If you watch the trailer, you see they were like on a scooter and there's a bit where you've got to control that and uh, stop these thugs. So, yeah, I just think it, and it's, it's just paced really well. Um, really, really good fun game. I think they've just like, they've really smashed it. They've done such a good job with it. And, um, I, I think it's about the right length as well. Uh, uh, I think it took me something like maybe eight hours, maybe a little bit more actually. Let me just have a look. Okay. Yeah, actually a bit more. So it was about 11 hours, but then I was streaming it. So I might yeah. have paused it and that kind of stuff. So about 10, 10 hours, I would say it probably take most people. Um, yeah, really, really good. Definitely recommend it. Fantastic. I'm delighted to hear because this is a game I've been following. And and again, I know I say this all the time, but I think I've been I following will... this since Adventure X. So... Yeah, it's yeah. Been, been a while, hasn't it? But I'm glad that, you know, they clearly put the effort in. So it was good. Yeah, and I'm delighted that it's been released and it's been getting generally good reviews as well. That They seem to get adventure games and, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Broken Sword vibes as well. But not sounds like they're not trying to be Broken Sword, but it's just similar that they're inspired yes, yeah, by yeah. it, which, um, which is good. Um, but yeah, I love these kind of stories. I love these kind of games as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks beautiful and I'm delighted to, to see. So I hope to be able to play it again in the future. I am slowly but surely getting through the games. <laughs> and it's, one thing I'll say as well, it's got, uh, you can manually save. Oh, lovely. Um, and there is a hotspot highlighter as well. Um, and quick move, oh. like clicking on the edge nice. of the... Can you move quickly? Yes. You can if you double click. Game of the year, Sersha. Game of the year. There you go. Well, it might <laughs> well, be on mind at the moment. I've I really enjoyed it. If my PC hadn't broken down, I, I probably would have played it already. That's a good I've point. Been, yeah. I've been looking, really looking forward to this one. No, that's uh that's great. Well, delighted to hear that what's the name? The full title Crowned and Crowns and Pawns, Kingdom of, of Deceit. And I love how. Uh, we have these developers from different countries and how they're making games set in their countries. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. great because we had Gibbous, which was set in Transylvania, uh, Romania, which is where developers are from. Uh, the Hand of Glory was set in Italy, which is where developers are from. And uh, this Dark Side Detective set in Ireland. Yes, part set in Ireland in Galway. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I just get Crowns Upon set in Lithuania. So more of that, please. I want yeah. more of these locations. I yeah, might not I, I, know I, I, too much about. I was thinking about that when you were reviewing the previous game. It's like I love, I and love Finland. It. Yes, yeah, I love getting introduced to all these new cultures and new yes. locations, and not having the same boring, quote unquote, locations yes. like in America or the UK or yeah, you know, London, again. London <laughs> again. When is it ever in London? It's never in London. Sometimes. I oh, okay. Yeah, New York or this yeah. generic fantasy land. It's. <laughs> generic american town yeah yeah it's always yeah, we, america yeah we have nothing against america for people listening and watching but it is great to see more uh diverse and different locations but um yes. but yeah so uh that is crowned upon kingdom of deceit so yes, thank and you it's, uh, on epic gog and steam perfect thank you laura 
Um, now I don't know Laura if you will have to head soon because we still <laughs> yes, have one I more might. game. <laughs> if you see me, if I if I head off, it's just I've 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 unfortunately got some life admin I have to deal with, but um, we, I'll, <laughs> I'll hang on for a little bit. But if I drop it's, out, that's why. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not that you hate us more than normal. No, it's, hey, <laughs> I don't hate you at all. <laughs> That we find us more tiring than normal. No, no kidding. Yeah, no, we, we do understand that life sometimes gets in the way. Um, but, uh, it's not even that exciting, but because, yeah, there you go. Um, yes, but... Uh, well, you uh, never know what happens in a, in a, yeah, it's a, in a long adventure. <laughs> you can make I an adventure saw, game. I saw uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once yesterday, which is an absolute masterpiece. Which and laundry plays very laundromat plays a very important role in it. So okay, who knows? Uh-huh. Well, 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 Laura. In case you do have to go, is there anything that uh, you'd be playing next? Do you know or anything ah, you want to mention? Yes. Probably Voodoo Detective. Oh yes, I want to play that yes. as well. Looking the one forward comes to it. out tomorrow. It's out, I well, think today. Oh, it's out today. today. Yeah, the day yeah. of the time record. of re- we're recording. It's the twenty fourth. Perfect. Look forward to that. Them. I need um, a new PC. <laughs> well, uh, well, Thomas. You, uh, sorry. By the way, have you continued with uh, Chinatown Detective Agency? No. See, I need to. Uh, I, I just I need to get that done before. Yeah, I move yeah. on to other stuff. But yes. With all these games coming a, out. Yeah, well, I've been able to finish that one either because of my damn PC. So. Uh, Were you able to start uh, it? <laughs> I played the I played the first uh, the same thing that you can play as a demo, and after that, I played uh, a wee bit more. Then my PC crashed, and I didn't really uh, wanted to risk anything else. So, yeah. uh, well, hopefully we can review that as well. Um, again, so many games coming out of so little time. Uh, but um, Thomas, I know you mentioned that your PC is uh, dying or dead at this stage. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, on life support. It's uh, so at you know at this stage, I was thinking, would Thomas ever play another adventure game again? Uh, the answer is yes, and you played what is it? Uh, it's a comedy series of the decade, oh. The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, hilarious! Hilarious, uh, yeah, really feel the... good. Uh, shall we watch a trailer because you played the definitive edition? Yes, believe so. This is all of the games put together, um, all the seasons, and played the first four seasons, but I have not played Michonne yet. But, okay, and there's yeah. also another one, which is, what is this, how many days? 400 days, but I couldn't find it on the disc. Oh, really? Oh, huh? because that's uh, that's like a DLC. Well, anyway, shall we watch a trailer, which I believe Let's. is a definitive I may edition. take my leave as this trailer goes, so, but I Laura... might be back in time for the end, so. Yeah, maybe. So Laura may or may not be leaving, <laughs> but if you do the laundry quickly, you might dun, be back dun, for, dun. for the I'll end. I'll you on a little cliffhanger there. The little things that Georgia loves so much. Slowly. <laughs> uh, we'll be I back mean, in you, a sec. We probably will be here because there's a lot to talk about because they just love to talk don't they right go on so, play the trailer okay so here is a trailer for the walking dead hopefully it's a definitive edition if not it's the walking dead yeah this looks this looks <laughs> we gonna do it we're doing it it's insane how emotionally invested you get in these games they really did a great job with this yeah Solid, solid work. That was the best ending I have ever played. Y'all are doing this justice. Let's go! Yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Laura's gone. I think she's been eaten by a zombie. 
Walker. <laughs> well, hopefully she'll be back. But um, but yes, that was a trailer for The Walking Dead uh, Definitive Edition, which is all four seasons plus DLC. Now, I don't know how you want to do this, Thomas, uh, but I guess we'll try not to give too many spoilers for people. Certainly spoilers maybe for the yeah. final season. Well, uh, which, um, no. but, but again, there may be some minor spoilers for anyone who has not played The Walking Dead Telltale games. Potential spoilers because potential might, spoilers because ahead. You might take a different path than I did. And yeah, I that is also turn. true. And I, um, I played all four in a row, mm. and I used my previous decisions to influence the next season. Nice. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of binged the the whole the whole four seasons in uh, in three weeks. Nice. And I must say, it was quite a heavy uh, heavy. Yeah, thrill, right? <laughs> that was with some two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Thomas, I suppose we'll start with uh, season one. Again, try not to give too many spoilers uh, as best as we can. But, uh, but, I, but I also want to discuss these games because I think they merit uh, discussion. And this is also the first time you've played a game in three months. So. Yeah, well, um, I finished the game, actually. Played, and you finished tried, it all four I tried seasons. playing a lot more, yeah. Uh, so, set us up. So, first of all, uh, I know people might have played uh, certainly season one. But uh, set us up. Uh, this is the 10 year anniversary of The Walking Dead season one, at least. Uh, but set us up for season one. Yes. Yeah, so um, The Walking Dead, the video game, Telltale's The Walking Dead, takes uh, place in the same universe as everything else, uh, all The Walking Dead shows. But uh, in this case, it starts literally on the day of the zombie apocalypse. And you play as Lee, who um, gets in a car crash. Um, on the day of the, um, yeah, because his, he's in the back of a police car, he's being arrested, he's been uh, sentenced <laughs> to jail, a, police, a policeman is uh, taking him to jail, they uh, run into a zombie, the car crashes, and Lee uh, needs to start surviving. And um, the first person he meets uh, that is still alive is Clementine, which is an eight-year-old girl hiding in her treehouse. Um, that's where everything starts. And you are now responsible for uh, this girl and you are teaching this girl and you're trying to keep yourself and this girl and any other people that you come across that are friendly to you, you try to keep them alive. Now, it is um, this is probably the quintessential Telltale game because mm. I think this was the very first one and they barely uh, but, deviated from their formula. But it's the first one like this. They had made Tales of Monkey Island and they had made Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, but it's the first one what we probably consider modern yeah. Telltale, later yeah. Telltale. Yeah. So that means that um, you, you you can walk around a scene and um, you can some depending on where you are you can interact with uh, with the scenery and it's and it of, often triggers um, uh, a quick time event or uh, and a lot of it is based on choices you make in dialogue uh, and the dialogue also yeah de determines your what kind of character you are you can be rude to people you can be nice to people. You can be very aggressive. You can be very pacifist. Uh, it really all that all influences uh, your journey, and it is one hell of a journey. Um, mm, it is indeed. <laughs> yeah. So the, the 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 first season is uh, based on trying to get to Savannah. Yes, to find you, um, yeah the parents of parents. Yeah, well, you think Clementine's parents are, but also to get on a boat and to try and escape on a boat. 
and all kinds of uh, heavy shit uh, happens. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, because you know the the it is um, almost more more like Game of Thrones than it's like Walking Dead when you when you look at how uh, people can die and people can also die because of your actions. Uh, you can you sometimes have to. There's a relatively quickly a moment where you have to choose uh, who you can say who you save. You can't save both of them. You have to choose one, and the, whoever you choose changes the course of the story again because then one of those two people will no longer be around to influence anything. It's not like you can't finish the game. You can always finish the game unless you die. If you die, you start uh, you start over right before where you you died, but you usually die during uh, zombie attacks. And there are quite a few, and those are, I think, the 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 low the low points of the game. The, yeah. Because you sometimes have to act. It, there's some kind of. Um, it's more based on reflexes often than on, uh, uh, on 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 choices or whatever. And I'm not always the best with a controller because I played it on PlayStation. So there were certain scenes, especially in the third and fourth season, that I have to replay quite a few times. Yes. And, um, <laughs> because I kept getting killed, and that was not fun. That that was that was not fun. And sometimes the controls were not really. Um, they improved. Uh, you can see that they were a bit clunky in the first season. They do improve a lot in later seasons because every season is a bit more advanced, even though it's the same concept of play. Um, but this is all about the story, all about the journey, because this is Clementine's journey. And um, yeah, in season uh, uh, season, you play out season uh, season one has five. Episodes. Um, five episodes every episode is they're not all the same length but generally mm. they're like two two and a half hours long mm. two and a half hours long and uh but <laughs> if you have to replay certain things a lot then it obviously <laughs> it be longer. A longer um and um yeah it, it it ends at a certain point and season two picks up uh i think about three years or something like that after uh, uh, season one yes i, I think it does start pretty much immediately after season one and then it picks up a couple of years after i believe oh okay yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's it blurs a bit together when you've played so I know, many yeah. uh, episodes after uh, one another it's almost like binging a tv show mm. uh, so in season two you actually play as clementine and uh you are very much in charge of her decisions but uh, everything that she learned in season one is still with her. It's, it's, it's has shaped her as, um, yeah, as the, as the person she is becoming. And in order to survive in this uh, horrible world, you have to, yeah, you have to get tough. And um, how did you find the decision to play as Clementine? Were, were you happy with that decision or would you prefer to play as an adult or another no, character? No, I loved it. I Me loved too. It. Yeah, um, I loved it. Uh, it was it, you, you give Clementine more agency, you become more, um, you become closer to her, even though she's like an eight or nine year old girl. Uh, I, I have never been an eight or nine year old girl, <laughs> but it is, it is, uh, it is very fun, uh, to play. Well, fun is not the right word in <laughs> Walking Dead universe, but it is, it is good to play her and to experience everything with her. And, um, I thought. You you go through you go yeah you go through hell in season two season one was half was quite heavy I thought season two was the bleakest 
with especially near the end when you have to make certain decisions um and you have to you have to yeah take care of a baby at one point trying to keep a baby mm. alive because that baby becomes very important in uh season three and four it is I, after see after i finished season two i really had to take a break for a few days because it was it, it was so um yeah it was so bleak that i thought okay let's uh Let's step away for a bit, uh, refresh, and then come back uh, next weekend and uh, start on season three. And season three takes, uh, again, another a different approach because in season three, you play a new character called uh, Javier. Mm, Javier. A new family. Javier, uh, with a new family. And you experience how they um, went through everything. Through uh, And you, um, we are not in, we are, I think, like, about four or five years further. Mm. Uh, a couple season, of years. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I mean, yeah. Two, and uh, you learn how they got through the first days through flashbacks and you meet up with Clementine. Uh, Clementine is now an NPC, but she uh, there are uh, large portions of the story where you uh, where she's your companion and just in the same way as it happened in uh, season one. Uh, and she's become it, a badass as well. <laughs> she has become one hell of a badass, yeah. Uh, uh, also, again, I think uh, very much influenced by the decisions you make in season one and two uh, by what she, she does, but she is a one tough little cookie. Um, and you basically, after season three, you love her even more. Um, season three was, um, I, 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 I really liked that we got to play as someone new uh, because it kept it fresh and uh, you had to make different decisions, but your decisions, again, influenced, impacted Clementine's life because of almost uh, I think 75% of the game you play uh, she is uh, uh, in your vicinity or she is uh, she is impacted by the decisions you make as well now it's hard to uh, kind of explain what is going on without getting too spoilery um, but it's also a, it's a rough season not as rough as uh, a season two I think out of the four seasons season two was by far the, for me by far the bleakest interesting I found them all pretty bleak <laughs> and but. then uh, but uh, and, and, and at the start depending on how you end season two <coughs> season three you learn something in, in episode one of mm. season three that yeah kind of yeah um, yeah uh, puts, uh, and and uh, as, uh, you learn why Clementine is doing certain things in, uh, in compared to season two. And that's also quite, uh, yeah, quite heavy. There are a lot of flashbacks in season three, um, both for Javier um, and his family and uh, for Clementine. So that's interesting too, because they fill in the whole, the whole, all four seasons are really shaped like a TV show, like an interactive TV show you're playing. Uh, which is pretty uh, pretty cool. Now uh, you only play as Harvey uh, in season three, <clears throat> and there are quite a few shocking events, by the way, in season three as well. It's not like they all of a sudden become soft. There's one moment I think that happens at the end of episode one that uh, comes that is all yeah that's so that's really shocking. Um, uh that happens to someone near Javi and that's that that almost made me drop my controller not not out of fear but just out of how how shocking and how sudden that was but it, it is complete in the whole atmosphere of the walking dead i mean yeah 
people die all the time. You have no idea. You have no clue it's, who will reach the who will reach the end of the of the of the season. You, you yeah, it's, it's like the TV series and the comics as well. That yeah, just about anybody could die. Yeah, but in the TV series, sometimes you have no you have the idea that certain characters have plot armor. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think the game has had a lot less. Well, except for Clementine, mm. of course, because she's the main character. So she has to, she will reach the end. Alain, here is here, here it's the question, how is she going to reach the end of the, mm. of the season? Uh, and it could very well be that certain characters, uh, when, when somebody else plays it, that certain characters will not make it till the end, that made it till the end with me. There's a, like, there's a death later on, and I think it's in episode four that also was quite shocking for me uh, that I did not expect. Uh, and it, yeah, there's so much death in this game. It's, uh, <laughs> and not um, all of them are walking, as is, as is the, uh, the whole thing of the Walking Dead is that the zombies are not the biggest, your biggest threat. The biggest threat are the surviving humans. And you, you, every uh, Walking Dead, whether it's the comic or the TV shows or the game, just, uh, yeah, confirms that. The, the humans mm. are way more deadly and way more uh, dangerous than any zombie can be. Um, but there are some good, uh, it, it really fits into the whole thing. I would, I would, I would not be surprised, you know, if, uh, uh, if, I would have loved it. I don't think it happened, but I would have loved it if, if uh, some characters would show up from the game uh, that are exclusive to the game that would show up in the TV show, but I don't think that's going to happen. However, the other way around, that does mm. happen. So you do interact with... I would comic characters. book characters that were uh, in the comics and the TV yeah. uh, appear, because this is mainly based on the comic books. On the comic books, yeah, but it's yeah, also... But uh, it's also uh, uh, semi-produced by uh, Robert Kirkman, so, so yeah, everything is everything is canon. Yeah, yeah. And then in season four, we play as Clementine again. Yeah, season uh, four. Older. Uh, I think she's around sixteen or seventeen. In yeah, in she's a four. proper teenager now. Yeah, uh, a bit more uh, adult than she should be at sixteen, mm. but that's the world we live in. <clears throat> and she is still with the uh, AJ, which is a little kid. Uh, that she uh, rest that yeah that she meets in season two as a baby, and she manages to keep him alive till he is like about six or seven, um, slightly younger as she was when uh, the um, uh, Walking Dead game starts in season one. And uh, what I really like about I, I think I liked season four the most, mm. uh, but there could be a bit of recent recent recency bias yeah. in there. <laughs> But uh, what I really loved about season four is you really are teaching AJ a lot. And he listens to your lessons and puts that into action. So, and the, 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 stupid, the stupid thing is, the good thing actually, but it sometimes has stupid consequences for you, is those, what you teach him can sometimes um, result in actions that you did not foresee but are completely logical for to him or to other characters. And you, I thought in season four, the, the consequences of your actions and choices are even more severe and clear in what is happening. Again, so much death. <laughs> 
so many people die and unexpectedly as well or and, and and you know you try to do the right thing but get it the right thing gets people killed <laughs> it's as simple as that so mm-hmm. you can't always do the right thing like oh i really i really understand now why i should do this and then you get punished for doing the right thing that happens so often in this world and that is completely in line with all everything else from the walking dead it is uh but i made it to the end it is uh there's a great end. Uh, someone was uh, uh, cutting onions in the building because all of a sudden I got all these tears in my eyes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, I, I got really emotional. Yeah, no, uh, I at, did. At, I was at a point near the end. I was a blubbering mess in season four in particular. Yeah. At the end, like I was just so so emotional. I can imagine if you played all four seasons, um, very you know in a short amount of time apart. Uh, if you binge played them then I can imagine how emotionally invested you will have become. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. But yeah, what, what I would love to do, uh, if, if you're free, Thomas, is sometime to do maybe a spoiler discussion on Patreon. Yeah, uh, I think that would be we, a fun I idea. Think, yeah, I think that would be far because I know we're trying to avoid spoiler, but I think this is a game that uh, deserves a spoiler discussion. But I think we can do that for uh, for Patreon. Say, so, hey, if you want to uh, hear us discuss this in spoiler, we will attempt to do this uh at some point in the near future but but yeah for for now we'll try and keep it as spoiler free as possible um so yeah that is a, that was a recap of all four seasons that uh that thomas played and uh, what's it because i mean i love this game i love all seasons um like yourself seasons one and four were my favorites but i loved all seasons um one and four were um they did were the most emotional ones when it yeah. comes to Clementine because both in both seasons there was uh, like near the end of uh, season one and several a few points near season mm. season four that yeah you really feel the emotional connection to Clementine and I actually I thought there were a lot of uh, similarities with the, the, the Last of Us um, yes so uh, whereas something similar happens although there's even more death in the Last of Us but uh, yeah it's the the it, it, this game these games really are all about the story because the gameplay uh i have some issues with the gameplay yeah um there was some um it it, it does auto save yeah that's which another, is, you can't which, save manually yeah, which no but <laughs> that that it that makes sense because these otherwise you could don't constantly change your uh, that is that is true yeah so for these for these games that makes sense however what I do find annoying as hell, and there was one particular moment in uh, season four, is that uh, there are several times in every season and every episode where you have to fight zombies, and mm. um, if you, which means that you you walk around, you have to press uh, a circle to uh, to, to uh, uh, tackle them, and then you press uh, triangle to kill them, something like that. Um, However, uh, if you are not quick enough, or uh, mm. then you die and you have to start over. Now, first of all, I had several times where I uh, was pressing the right button, but it just it didn't was, register yeah. or something, which was annoying as hell. <coughs> Sorry. But what the one thing that annoyed me the most was there was a very difficult uh, sequence in season four. I think it was episode uh, uh, three, where... Um, Every time I died, it it, it, it returned to uh, the last point saved, but it took almost a minute and a half to get to the point where I could start with the zombies again. 
Mm. And I had I replayed that I think eight or nine times, and that became so annoying because like yeah I don't need to just put me at the start of where I start have to start killing zombies and don't let me go through all these scenes again before I get there. That feels like a waste of time because I, w- I wasted almost fifteen minutes in total just waiting for the things that I already seen before I I could uh, start killing zombies again. So that annoyed that annoyed me. Yeah, I, I it agree. also annoyed me because I couldn't kill the zombies fast enough. Yeah, but, I I think that's uh, compared to you know Scabma Snowfall. That's one thing that Scabma Snowfall did very well. That as frustrating as I found it at times, when you died, usually you didn't have to replay a lot. It was right back where you where you died. Whereas the Walking Dead at times, and I do agree that some of the quick time events were very hard, were very difficult. And I remember I was pushing the buttons, but it wasn't quick enough as well. And it uh, it did become frustrating as well. Now, and I know that there are people who had criticisms as well. Some people uh, don't consider these as adventure games. They consider them more interactive movies. Now, they, some people, when they say that, they kind of dismiss the games uh, like that. Uh, but I wanted to know your opinion after having these refresh uh, in your memory and in your mind. Would you consider the Walking and the later Telltale games as uh, adventure games? Would you put them in the same genre? Yes, 100%. Okay. They all fall uh, under, the, under the quite large umbrella that now mm, exactly. is adventure games. They're just a specific uh, subgenre of adventure games. Ex- I, that's, I, I agree, yeah. Uh, but especially season one. Season one has more, uh, more point and click moments in it where yeah. you have to uh, find a certain thing or uh, fix a certain problem. Later seasons have less of that. That That's, mm. uh, I, I think, it's sort of a miss because later seasons really depend more on uh, on uh, dialogue and uh, the occasional uh, arcade sequence where you have to shoot zombies. Yeah, there seems um, to be more puzzles. I mean, easy puzzles, but in season one, I remember playing as Lee, you have to get through um, a car park to yeah. get to, to a girl who's stuck in a room trying to save her. And there are other things when you're at the pharmacy and you have to try and get around uh, yeah, get the, the zombies, zombies, the walkers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and I yeah, like yeah. that. And I, and I do agree. I wish there had been more of that in later seasons. I also have to mention the season four. Did, did I already mention this? I don't know if we mentioned this recording, that they were halfway through the development when Telltale basically collapsed. And it was only thanks to Skybound, who were the publishers of the comics, that they somehow managed to get some of the team together and they managed to finish the game that way, the last two episodes. So I think that might have had an effect, but I think it's a, it's a minor miracle that uh, the game A was finished, but it, that it became as good as it was, considering the circumstances towards the end. Um, yeah, I don't know if you I don't know if you noticed any dip in quality in season four, Thomas. Or no, you... I only noticed that season that season four only has four episodes instead of mm. five. I was expecting five. I got four. I yeah. wasn't mad about that. I'm I'm very very happy that they got to finish uh, finish the story. And uh, actually, they could have they could have got, gone on with the season five where you play a different character and you you and I both yeah. know which character that would be. So <laughs> um, uh, you can. Um, they, they, there could be spin-offs. I mean, there is a spin-off, sort of, because you still have the Michonne uh Michonne, uh, which is based game. on the comics, yeah. That's the um, one that's the one I still need to play. And the 400 um, days. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that is because the, the uh could that be the sixth it's, episode it's, of season it's, one? It's set uh, yes, it's set between season one and season two. And the cool okay. thing about that is that decisions you make on that kind of have, have an effect on season two as well. 
I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Because I, I didn't play that. I, I thought. Uh, I, was, I mean, it's I not I necessary. It, it's not. It's not essential. But I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed Four Hundred Days. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna play that as well uh, mm. for the spoiler special then, but it and won't it won't affect uh, season two, three, or four for me anymore. Yeah, and and then you mentioned about uh, the choices because I know this is another discussion that people have that uh, you said the choices um, affected uh, the game and the story. Some people will disagree. Some people now said that the choices in these Telltale games uh, don't really matter because the ending would probably be the same or similar. Uh, so they felt that the choices didn't uh, ultimately matter. Um, did you find that, or what did you think? What I found that they definitely mattered, especially in season four. There is, there I can uh, vividly remember um, one moment where I had to make a choice regarding another character, and then uh, the next episode, that choice came back to haunt me because because of that choice, one character died and another character lived, mm. and it was not the character that I wanted to die, that I wanted to to have die that um, well if i had chosen differently that other character would have lived and that would have that would have influenced the ending as well yeah so so yeah no i i agree i mean even though the ending well yeah it would have influenced the ending but yeah i think even uh to decide what kind of character you want your character to be so league in season one you can have him be very gruff very rough kind of rude to the characters you can have him be a nicer person or you can have him not talk a lot because not answering, not responding is also an option. Yeah, um, most which, of the time. Most of the time. Most of the and time, yeah. Sometimes um, I was I was not uh, I was distracted. For instance, I would I would get a drink, uh, take a take a sip or get a get a and crisp, then and then take my eyes off the screen and all of a sudden I had to make a decision and that's very quick. Uh, <laughs> um so so yeah, no, it's uh uh de definitely I mean Clementine for me is one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character of all time. I mean, as you mentioned you really get emotionally invested in her and uh, and lee as well i really I think, liked yeah because yeah uh lee uh, you see lee in some uh, flashbacks as well in the mm. later season so um i think clementine is one of the best adventure game characters created yeah i i would agree and i, and I think i just love the i think the writing in the games is better than the tv series any of the tv series that i've seen and at some point, I think it's better than the comics. As much as I love the comics, and I do like the TV series, but I kind of like I'm laughing as I watch the TV series at how ridiculous it is. So, but with the game, I was really emotionally invested in all of the seasons. Um, I think definitely story-wise, The Walking Dead is a high point for Telltale. Now, you can also argue that it could be a low point because Telltale then decided to make every game that they made, like at least gameplay-wise, which contributed, not the only reason, but contributed well, to their demise that they didn't, they, they, they stopped kind of innovating gameplay-wise, uh, really, which was an issue. I've, 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 I, played many, I've played many Telltale games, and I must say that for me, uh, the, the, Wolf Among Us, the Wolf Among Us mm. was, for, for me, one of the best adventure game experiences I've ever had. Mm. I've played uh, the first two season, the first two episodes of uh, Game of Thrones, mm. which I thought also was very, very good. Oh, they're brilliant, yeah. So um, in that way, I don't think, but uh, there is a point where you say where, where, where that you make that they stopped innovating. And I think that is, uh, I think that is true. To, to a have, point. Uh, yeah. And, and um, they probably relied too much on. Uh, yeah. Because they found a really good thing with The Walking Dead that 
uh, with this type of gameplay. So they stuck to it. So I played also Guardians of the Galaxy and I enjoyed these games. I thought all of these were good games and very well written. But I, you know, I just wish that they had innovated more uh, like they did previously. I mean, Jurassic Park it mightn't have ended up being a great game, but you could tell it was something different and they were trying to innovate, trying to do something differently. And I think this approach with The Walking Dead, it worked maybe because you're trying to survive. Uh, but for example, Wolf Among Us, you mentioned, which a game that I really, really love, but I think that maybe if they have more gameplay with The Wolf Among Us with more detective approach, uh, which is slightly different to The Walking Dead, I would have liked um and you know guardians of the galaxy again might have been a bit different but but yeah no i mean sticking with the walking dead i think all four seasons and season four was they were beginning to innovate a little bit um i found that with some of the things that uh, that you had to do um as well so it is a shame that you know telltale and we're back so we'll see what what they do with the yeah, we're getting the expanse yeah the um, expanse and the wolf among us season two um, and those are must buys for me, must plays for me. So yeah, especially since I've now read all ten books of the Expanse. I, I need to, to read that as well. So, um, but but yeah, so hopefully Thomas, maybe in the near future we can do a spoiler for our Patreon where we can really go into our decisions and uh, how that affected the game and the story. If I can remember my decisions, but um, and uh, <laughs> we can we can see what we do. And I'll try and get one of the developers again, Mark Darren, maybe if he's available. Can't guarantee that, but it would be nice. Yeah. Um, certainly the two of us, at least. Maybe Laura, I don't know if she's played all four uh, seasons. Either. But um, but but yeah, is there anything? So you definitely recommend the games. <laughs> definitely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if, if, you're, if you're into The Walking Dead, then you need to play this. It's a sense yeah. that this is a fantastic addition to uh, to the whole uh, mythos of, uh, of the walking, to the whole world of The Walking Dead. And um, it is very well written. Um, it looks fantastic. Uh, the, the 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 graphics really improved as well, mm -hmm. um, because the, the uh, obviously those those are things that improve uh, over later seasons, and uh, you'll you'll um, you'll meet some great new characters, and you'll cry when they die. Yeah, if they die, and <laughs> yep. sometimes you're to blame for their deaths. So. <laughs> and sometimes they'll surprise you; they'll turn on you. And also that that scene with the dog. <laughs> Really, uh, oh wow, I dropped the controller, I think. Yeah, that was one of the moments that, uh, especially since I've been attacked by a dog myself when I was about Ooh. that age. So that uh, that brought back some uh, nasty memories. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and uh, and also episode two, season one stands out as well for me. Uh, oh yes, the, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that is something that is... Uh, Whenever that happens in movies or TV shows or games, that is something that I can. Oh, it's, it's, oh, oh, I know it, but uh, <laughs> but no, very very well written. Um, and yeah, I would love to have Mark Darren, who's one of the lead developers of seasons one and four. So for me, the best seasons. And again, I loved all seasons, but um, uh, we'll do our very very best. Um, is there anything else you want to talk mention about? I know we've been last half an hour talking about The Walking Dead, but anything else you want to mention about The Walking Dead that you haven't said? That's no, I think I'm going to keep that for the spoiler special because Perfect. anything I want, I would like to get deeper into. I would need to, to explain that my choices and what happened. Yeah, the, yeah, myself as well. And if you haven't played it, then you really want to experience this uh, without as as 
as little as little knowledge beforehand as possible. Exactly, and also you don't need to have uh, watched a TV series or read a comic because oh, I no, started I started playing season one of The Walking Dead um, without before watching the TV series, reading the comics, and this the game is what got me into. The Walking Dead. So it is possible to play all four seasons. Obviously, you get maybe more out of it. There are some characters from the comics and the TV series who appear in the in the games. And you're like, oh, that's such it's, a person. It's but the same if you watch a Marvel movie. If if I watch a Marvel movie, I see a lot of things that are that make it extra fun for me. Exactly. Because I see a lot of Easter eggs because I've read all those all those comic books. And if you haven't, you can still very much enjoy the show um, without it. it for you, it will it just will just be a character in the game, and for us, it will be the character. Oh, I know that one from the TV. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that is the Walking Dead, the Telltale Definitive series, which is available on PC and probably everywhere. You played it on your PlayStation. Yes, PlayStation. Perfect. Um, so well, thank you for that. Also, I liked how in the Walking Dead that you play as uh, characters like in minority, so you play people of color and uh, Latino. Uh, people as well, which I think yeah. is, is really good for you know representation as well. So we will do our very best to come back with a spoiler uh, discussion. I mean that we've been a half an hour talking without spoilers, so this yeah. our spoiler discussion could be like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, we did talk like an hour and a half over about a uh, one minute one uh, minute trailer for Return trailer, to Monkey so. Island. <laughs> Imagine when the, when there's a two minute trailer. Ooh. Or when the game itself comes out. <laughs> we'll go live again. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so I guess that is it for this month. Uh, Laura still hasn't returned from the laundry. So, um, uh, Thomas, do you, do you know? I know you're still waiting for your laptop and all. So do you have any idea what you might be doing if you're playing a game? Or are you waiting to get a new laptop? Um, or... I'm, I'm going to see what, what else I have. Well, I'm going to play Michonne. Uh, oh, yes, we can talk dead. about that. Um, and uh, I think I have uh, some other stuff on my PlayStation or on my Switch that I can uh, can use. And mm. uh, I'm hoping the, uh, uh, the Steam Deck will come in uh, in a few months. Yeah, I hope well, that uh, from July to September, uh, that I've been told uh, quarter three, because it'd be very handy. I'll be going on holidays now that we can go abroad. Uh, I've had some pre-COVID holidays now. Yeah. But that, uh, so that would be nice to be able to bring that um but uh but yeah no i now remember i think i mentioned that after scabma snowfall i wanted to play something a little bit less stressful so i decided to play marta is dead um i'm sure we talk about that that now this is believe it, a controversial game that there's a lot in it uh so i don't really know what i'm getting myself in for and i believe it was so controversial that uh PlayStation Store as a developer to remove parts of the game. So, um, oh. yeah, I, I mean, I will see uh, how much of it I play. And uh, and Laura, as we as she mentioned, she'll be hoping to either play Chinatown Detective Agency and or Voodoo Detective. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, very briefly, anything else you want to mention? You mentioned everything is everywhere. Yeah. I'm, uh, oh yeah. The, uh, I saw everything everywhere all at once. Uh, wow. That's uh, that's, that's really impressive that you managed yeah. to see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. I saw it in the cinema. It's finally, <laughs> it's finally in cinemas in the UK and Ireland. Uh, it's a masterpiece. Go see this movie. It is uh, the cool. best multiverse movie out there right now. It is wow. Completely... And, and Doctor Strange has just been released. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, I'm, and we're I'm Marvel fan fans. 
I'm a fan of that as well. But yeah. this movie is something like you've never seen before. It is completely unique. It is bonkers. It is emotional. It breaks your heart. It makes you smile. It 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 is completely nuts, and um, it deserves to be watched by as many people as possible. And I might go watch it a second time because it's so good. Ooh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh is, is deserves an Oscar for this. Uh, she's this she, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, specific. And, yeah. and besides that, I have also started reading the Heaven's Fall novels. Yes, we can maybe discuss those uh, yeah. next time when you finish them, because I finished reading those. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm halfway book one. Cool, okay. I'd be curious to know what you think. We'll discuss those. So uh, far, whenever. I'm very positive. That is very good. Um, well, also, if there are any uh, Kermode and Simon Mayo fans, uh, you might have noticed that they've left their show uh, that I did with the BBC, but they are back again. They, I think it's called Take One. Um, uh, Kermode and Mayo Take One. So it is slightly different. Uh, there's Take Two, but you have to pay extra to subscribe. Um, but I like it. They are shorter. Their episodes are a bit shorter. Um, so it mightn't be quite the same as what we're used to, but I like it. I like how they still have the banter. They still, is the two of them together, which I really enjoy. Um, so um, and I'm also watching Better Call Saul, which I am really, really enjoying. And um, So not only the first season of that. This is the last season, right? Yeah, this is season six. Yeah, I know. Again, it takes its time from the season. It's kind of like Breaking Bad that uh, for season one, two and three, but then it really picks up. And I'm really, really enjoying it um, now as well. And so. are you playing uh, Siberia 3 as well? I finished playing Siberia 3, uh, finally. It, and it wasn't as bad as people said it was, I don't think. I, I might talk a little bit more about that. I'll hopefully be playing Siberia 4 um, after Marta is oh, dead. Oh, sorry, Siberia, I meant Siberia 4. I'll be yeah. hopefully playing that after Marta is dead. Oh, okay, um, cool. But I don't know if I'll finish it in time for next episode next month, but we shall see. Uh, because um, as as Laura knows now tonight, real life gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is it for uh, this uh, this episode. And uh, uh, oh, Laura is back. Uh, what do you want to say, Laura? You're amazing, Shosha. You are. You're absolutely amazing. I agree with everything you say. Thank you, Laura. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, so that was she? Laura. I know. That's not like her. She's gone again. Um, you know, seamless. Um, and uh, Thomas, uh, anything you want to say before we finish? That's been going yes. on a long time. <laughs> Let's keep on questing, people. Yes, and thank you uh, for people who join us live. So Kieran and um, and Amy Tan Summer, Summer B, B and anyone else who joined Kyle. us, uh, Radio Silence uh, Studios, and uh, uh, oh, Keel Corwin was there as well. Um, and uh, yes, we will hopefully be doing a spoiler discussion of The Walking Dead. If not. Our interview will be up. Uh, I believe I'll be speaking to the developers of Voodoo Detective. I don't know if I'll be doing that live yet or not, but if not, that will be going up um, at least in audio, uh, hopefully next month. And the three of us will be back then as well to talk about the latest adventure games that we've been playing. So, um, But for now, uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. And thank you, Thomas. And thank you, Laura, as well, if you're still listening. And uh, we'll be back uh, very soon. So take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So, 
if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or a Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you